Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. How are you this week? How is everyone doing? Today I have a really interesting podcast. It is Friday today, I was going to say Thursday. But it's Friday today, I have a very, well, I was going to say fun. I'm not sure it's going to be fun, but tomorrow I'm going to have a little bit of a, I have an assessment day tomorrow. So again, I am going to tell you all about it so soon. But I have that tomorrow, so I cannot record the podcast tomorrow. You guys all know that I do the podcast on Saturdays. But it's quite good, because then I'll not have to do this tomorrow when I've got this day. So, yeah, today I'm going to be talking about Pilates. And this is really, really interesting. If you have TikTok, this is probably why you're listening to this podcast. I mean, there's been a massive, massive trend on TikTok just now. And I've heard loads of people talking about it that... Pilates has changed their body composition, has totally changed the way they look rather than resistance training. All this all this type of thing. It's gone absolutely crazy on TikTok. I have no idea what is going on. So I want to do a podcast today talking about that, getting really deep dive into the research and see if there is any merit to what people are saying when it comes to this whole Pilates thing. And I think it's important to do things like this because I think top TikTok can be a little bit toxic and I think people are really quick to take what is said on social media, in particular TikTok. I just feel like people don't necessarily listen to everything that's on Instagram but when it comes to TikTok people just take everything from it and there's just it's just such a big trend and I see everyone on TikTok being like I'm going to do Pilates, you know I'm going to do this and see what happens, like let's see what goes on, you know it's like (laughs) Um, and it's a bit, it's a bit worrying to me because it's very toxic. It's a toxic idea of thinking that one thing might completely change the way you look. And I don't really want people to be getting this idea in their head and completely changing everything about their exercise routine when that might not even be necessary or beneficial depending on what you've done before and by no means is Pilates not a good exercise, absolutely not. Pilates is fantastic for flexibility, for balance, for core strength. It's just like yoga, it's very similar to yoga but less so mindfulness if I'm not correct, if I'm correct. The definition of Pilates, it's a low impact full body workout that is used to improve core strength and flexibility. So that's the main thing. I actually think that it has been developed from yoga, but don't quote me on that because I'm not sure. But and it's often done in group classes. I, f- I feel like Pilates are of- often done in big settings with lo- with music and things like that. They're not necessarily like an individual type thing to do. That's the only time I've ever really ever seen it though. But Pilates is absolutely fantastic exercise. And if you enjoy Pilates, 100 million percent do it as much as possible, you you know, as much as you want. That's totally not really fine. And I think that the research is going to speak for itself in, in this podcast. And I really want to, you know, not give you too much of my opinion and let the research speak for itself. So the first study that I'm going to talk about is actually a meta-analysis, which was done in 2021. So this is really up to date, which is, is really good. So this was specifically for Pilates for overweight and obese people. So I'm going to talk a little bit about healthy weight people and the research on that too. But I think it's important to mention this as well. So there was 11 randomized control trials, which is the gold standard of research in these types of fields, 
with 393 subjects in total. So 11 randomised control trials for a meta-analysis is quite good. It's quite a lot of studies. So I'm, I'm thinking that this study is quite reliable. So they found that Pilates dramatically reduced body weight and body fat percentage in overweight and obese people. And the studies that included obese people only, it seemed to have more beneficial effect for obese people over overweight people. And they also found that the longer duration that was completed through the Pilates, the better the results were, of course. But they found no significant effect on waist circumference and lean body mass, which this doesn't really make much sense. So they didn't really build much muscle and they didn't really lose much fat around their abdomen, which is interesting because if they reduced, if they dramatically reduced their body weight, why did none come off of their abdomen? So that's a little bit strange. That was a little bit, that doesn't really make much sense. It, it might suggest that Pilates is not necessarily going to completely change your body composition, which I would suggest it wouldn't, but it has been shown that it is effective for body fat reduction and body fat percentage reduction. But again, it hasn't actually shown in in these 11 randomized control trials that it improves lean body mass, which is just muscle growth, which is really the main goal with these types of exercises when we're talking about Pilates or yoga or weight training, these types of things, we're wanting to build muscle and muscle is incredibly important for our health. The more muscle you have, obviously within limits, is very good for your health. Muscle is highly metabolic. It is very good for your metabolism. It burns more calories at rest. Muscle is incredibly, incredibly good for your overall well-being to have it. And we are all, this is another reason why physical activity is so important because muscle is incredibly good for your well-being. Having muscle is good for your well-being, but of course that can become very much taken to the extreme and just being physically active and building muscle because of that is incredibly good for your health. So it's a little bit strange that Pilates was not associated with an increase in lean body mass but this may be because they're eating less. There's a lot of factors that's to be considered when it comes to exercise and diet and these studies and you would need to really have a look at this study, these 11 randomised control trials to see what is going on here but the overall results suggest that there is benefits from Pilates in overweight and obese people definitely it's good for weight loss and then we've also got to suggest that because any type of exercise um, especially in overweight and obese people is going to get you to lose a little bit of body fat especially if they were sedentary beforehand so assuming that they were sedentary beforehand this might be the reason why it dramatically reduced body weight and body fat percentage but if they were not sedentary beforehand then this is a little bit more interesting but I would suggest that this is what we're referring to. But it's, it's interesting and of course the longer the duration of the Pilates, the more skill you'll get, the more flexible, the more body fat percentage, all the different types of things. But it's really important also what we're eating. So that's an, that was an interesting study and it was very up to date so I wanted to spend a little bit of time on that. So there does seem to be benefits but not necessarily for body fat, body fat for body composition. And when I talk about body composition, I mean, you know, waist circumference, all this type of thing that everyone's talking about on TikTok, like getting abs or becoming more lean, becoming more toned. This is what I'm talking about when it comes to body composition. So another study, I've got three more studies here that are a little bit more dated, but they are still relevant. So Harrington and Davies in 2005 suggested that people who train Pilates 
they utilized, were able to utilize their deep core muscles and pelvic muscles more so than those who weren't Pilates trained. So it is clear that Pilates is beneficial for core strength. I mean, that is the basis of Pilates. It's all holding poses. It's all very core orientated. So if you are looking to improve your core strength, Pilates might be the way to go. But they also, another study called called by Segal et al in 2004, listen to me butcher these names, it's just a part of being <laughs> talking about research. So they found that flexibility improved from baseline to six months, but there was no statistical significance in body composition. So these two studies suggest that they are, Pilates is good for your core, it's good for your abs, it's good for your core stability, but and also your flexibility, but not necessarily beneficial for body comp- composition, which is what we're talking about here when it comes to the whole TikTok trend that it's completely changed the way your body looks. So, so far it's looking that the research is suggesting that this is not necessarily the case, which is a very important thing to understand and not to necessarily completely uproot your whole entire workout program to do Pilates twice a day, <laughs> to completely change what you look like. And this is another thing with TikTok and everything, is that we're putting this standard out there and giving people quick fix solutions that aren't really necessarily true and can be quite problematic. Because if you're doing, say if you're very physically active right now, you're going to the gym, you're maybe running or something like that, and then you completely drop all that to do Pilates, I wouldn't necessarily suggest that was the best idea. But if you are sedentary and wanted to take up Pilates, 100% please give that a go. Even if you are very physically active and want to maybe add one session of Pilates a week, give it a go, try something new. That's amazing. But please do not completely uproot your whole exercise routine or, you know, completely change everything just because you think it might completely change the way your body looks because that's probably not the case. Another study by Petro, I'm not even going to go there, this is not, (laughs) that is not how, I don't even know how you would go about saying that, in 2005 suggests that Pilates may be useful for less impactful resistance workouts. So for people that struggle with high impact, so maybe people with knees or hip problems, people with back pain, not back pain necessarily, but people with back pain caused by other issues like surgeries or things like that, people who need to have less impactful workouts, then Pilates might be a really useful way to use that and this is what that study found. But this is the thing, does less impact suggest more changes in body composition and I think this is what's going on with the whole TikTok thing is that people are saying that weight-bearing, it's like the comparison from weight resistance training in the gym to Pilates at home type thing and how that's completely changed because this is really impactful and Pilates is less impactful. So does that suggest that? A study by Carisoco and Piatos et al. See, it's just, I don't even know. In 2019, shown and found when comparing resistance training to Pilates, that Pilates shown benefits in improving hip and trunk strength, as well as the resistance training that also showed benefits in trunk and hip strength in slightly different ways. But the overall overarching conclusion was that both were incredibly effective for these improvements in muscular strength and specifically your core and hip strength. So that is really, really great. But they didn't find any real significant changes between Pilates and muscular activities like going to the gym. So that's a really important, and that was also done in 2019. So that was more up to date, which is very important to to consider. So really what 
what we've got to look at here with the research as, you know, the research is the the proper thing that we should be looking at is the important thing, not necessarily people experiences on TikTok. And I think as well, people jump on to these trends and they, they go straight into it and want to be a part of the trend, want to, you know, do that, which is fantastic. Everyone's trying to grow their social media just now. But I think we should be really careful on the messages that we are spreading throughout TikTok, throughout social media that it can be quite damaging for some people and can be giving a false sense of hope. And of course, you know, Pilates might change your body composition. You can't talk for every single person in the population, but it's it's probably likely that changing, if you, especially if you were sedentary beforehand, changing that and having Pilates doing it very regularly or trying out a completely new exercise that you've never done before, you will see beneficial changes quite quickly with that, especially if you're sedentary. And this is where it comes in that this, the research suggests that people who are beginning different types of exercise, people who are even trained that that try completely different exercises, you're more likely to see changes quicker than people who are more trained. That is factual but it's not likely that massive changes in your body composition are going to occur from taking up pilates it's not likely and really all exercise is very similar you can never really expect big changes from any type of exercise that you do or unless it's over a longer period of time all exercises are different but they're also very similar that it takes a long time to see changes in your body composition to observe any type of real musculature or cardiovascular benefits from exercise it's just simply the way the body works so whenever you're seeing something on tiktok or on instagram or whatever or even if someone is telling you that some type of exercise is going to dramatically change the way you look they are not talking about right now. They're not talking about in the next couple of weeks. They're talking about months to years of changes. And if they aren't talking about that, then they are not a credible source. So really, it is down to the exercise that you enjoy. And if you love Pilates and don't like any other type of exercise, absolutely 100% go for it. This is not bashing Pilates in any way, shape or form because it is a fantastic exercise in its own right. And I think that a combination of Pilates and yoga and all these different types of really involved flexibility and core strength exercises are incredibly important for overall well-being. And it's something that is in, that is really, really not done as much as it should be. Flexibility and core strength is something that I would say is neglected. Flexibility is really important for preventing injury and also for the health of your muscle and bones, particularly in longevity and for older life. Also, their core strength is also really important to prevent injury. For posture, for stabilisation muscles, it's really, really important to train your core, not just for the aesthetics of having abs or getting definition in your stomach. It is really, really important for your overall well-being. So it's really important to train these two things and Pilates are something that does that, that does train these two things. So really Pilates is an amazing exercise but I would suggest that doing it alongside other different types of exercises would be optimal as it is very low impactful and low impact usually is quite hard to progress 
as in the gym, you know, there is lots of different types of weights, lots of different types of activities you can be doing. There's a lot of different ways in which you can incorporate progressive overloads and progressive overload overload is incredibly important to see changes over the long term. As the way our body works, we need consistent challenge on our musculoskeletal system in order to see beneficial changes. So if you're doing, maybe let's just use an example, if you're doing 30 kilogram squats, you know, every week for a year, you're going to get really, really good at that exercise and you're going to get, it's going to be incredibly, incredibly easy by the end of the year and you will plateau quite dramatically because we need to keep introducing new stimuli to our muscles and that is what creates the beneficial changes in body composition. That's what generates muscle growth, muscle strength and muscular endurance, not really low impactful exercise where it's really hard to progress. But there's incredibly important benefits to low impact exercise as well. We all know the issues with high impact exercise that can cause injury, that can cause issues as well. So I would suggest to you that if you're looking to see changes in body composition, if you're wanting to improve your muscle to fat mass ratio, I would suggest to you that you incorporate both flexibility, core core exercises, as well as resistance training in the gym or putting some sort of resistance on your muscle and bones and also working at your cardiovascular system. And this is not just for body fat percentage or muscle mass, it's also for overall well-being because all of these different aspects are incredibly important for your health and for your body to function optimally. So please, please do not uproot everything to start doing Pilates unless you just feel like you might really enjoy it. Please, if you want to do that, go for it, but do not go in there with the expectation that it's going to completely change the way your body looks because the likelihood of that is very, very slim. And I want to make sure that that is clear because, and plus as well, think twice before you believe anything that is trending on TikTok or that people are having experiences with, it's not necessarily the case. I would suggest to you to always look at the research, always talk to professionals and trust their opinion over TikTok and the people that are on TikTok and are suggesting that that has been their experience. It's not, it's not always the case and sometimes people just jump on a trend, which is totally fine and if it's just for a trend, then that's okay but it is putting ideas in a lot of people's heads. There's about billions of people on TikTok and literally I think there is about 1 billion people that use TikTok and it is incredibly problematic to put this out there and, you know, put this in the idea that everybody is going to have a completely different body type from doing Pilates regularly. It's not likely. So please, if you are interested in getting fitter and getting healthier and improving your body composition, consider doing Pilates as a way to improve your flexibility and core muscles while also incorporating some cardio like running, walking, swimming, cycling and some resistance exercises in the gym or even at home like squats, lunges, upper body movements, anything like that. But there is always going to be a combination of different exercises that are going to be most beneficial to your health and to your body composition and I don't see that changing anytime soon. So if you would like to have a look at the research that I have included in this podcast, I will put it in the description part 
below you can actually click on the link and it'll take you to the full description. Sometimes I don't put the full description on the Facebook or I definitely don't put the full description on Instagram because I just feel like people won't want to read it. But if you do want to get the references, I always add references to the bottom of my podcasts. If it's a topic where I have used references and it's a science-based podcast. So please have a look at them if you're interested, but really I do relay the most important information to you on the podcast. If you would like to know more about this, if you would like some advice, anything that you would like to chat about, please do get in touch with me. It is incredibly amazing when people message me to do the podcast or message me for advice, anything like that. I would be so happy to help you out and talk about this further if you are interested in it. If you have any ideas for the podcast as well, please do get in touch because that is incredibly amazing when people do that as well. Also, follow me on Instagram. You can email me as well. There's lots of different places you can get in touch and keep up to date. But please do share, like anything that you feel compelled to do. It would be absolutely amazing if you did that. It helps me so, so much. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast and I will speak to you all next week. Bye.